Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Better than I thought. Looks better on. Lunch with Leah, episode 413, and here's Leah. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New 2020. Year. Oh, my God. Well, you interrupted all our discussion about fashion and the war and all that to do our podcast. Oh, my God. RJ's here visiting today on his way to it's check education into the suffering storm. so he can do the podcast. That's right. That's right. It's so important. Uh, so what's going on? Well, let's see. You know, other than the war... Uh, I'll go back to that. <laughs> uh, I was in LA, as you guys know, for I guess three weeks. It was a let me tell you, that was it was weather was cold. A lot of people were out of town, but a lot of people were um, were in town that didn't want to go out on New Year's Eve, of course, and Christmas during Christmas. They like to, you know, it's, who wants to? It's kind of hard to go out to these places on a New Year's Eve and a Christmas Eve and a Christmas Day because. They're all packed, and you know, a lot of people call it amateur night. Like, if you never go out, that's when you that. go out. That's what I always say. New Year's yeah, Eve is for amateurs. Yeah, I mean, people are drunk on the streets, and the places are crowded. So I had a New Year's party, and then I had a Christmas party, because people like to have, have hang out, but they don't really necessarily want to go out. It's very crowded. And so I had two different parties, where Joey put the food out at one, and then the other one I just did myself, because I don't remember what, what happened. Oh, I think it was last minute. <laughs> I don't know. And interesting people showed up. A lot of people I invited said they were going to come and didn't come or they were out of town, but it was a fun party. And um, then on New Year's Eve, you saw Kathy Griffin got married. <laughs> so I was sitting at the table at the party, and I saw her first post come up say, I'm going to do something unbelievable in the next 30 yeah. minutes. And so I kept looking and looking and looking. That's what and everybody's it was. like, what are you doing? Why aren't you getting up and dance? I was like, no, Kathy Griffin's getting ready to do something well, crazy. So, so I had invited her to the New Year's Eve party, and she said, oh, no, I, I'd love to come, but I have other plans. So then I tweeted her, so <laughs> these are the plans that disrupted my party? How lame. But anyway, so that was kind of interesting. They've been together like seven years. So that was good. Well, Lily and Tomlin was the officiator. yeah officiated it. Yeah, you know she's. I love Lily. I ran into Lily Tomlin at the first class VIP terminal thing in LA. It's different at the LA airport. Everything's so La La Land, LA celebrity. First class there, it's like you're really treated like celebrity. It's hilarious compared to everywhere else. So I ran into her <laughs> at the suite there and in the ladies' room, and I literally bowed down to her. I love her, Lily Tomlin, and she was just as sweet as she could be. She's like, oh, come on, get over it, you know. So anyway, so that was that. And then um, so Jeff was at the party New Year's Eve, and uh, let's see, Janice Dickinson. Remember Janice? Oh, yeah. He mentioned her, too, on the radio oh, he when did? he said, when he was talking to Andy. Oh, that he, she was at the party party. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people are just crazy. You know, I had Cheryl Teagues one time. People can't believe people that show up at these parties because I just invite random people that I like or know or haven't seen in a while. But she was, she looks fabulous. She's in great shape. She's married to a doctor now. And she was dressed very New Year's Eve, you know, uh, glitter and sequined and the whole thing. She had long hair down to here. I mean, she, she says she was the first supermodel. I think she may go on radio, just radio show. 
Uh, I introduced him. And the other thing is I was telling Jeff, ask her about being the first supermodel because there's a big controversy about yeah, who was really the, really the first the supermodel. First well, I wouldn't want to claim being the first one. That just makes you the older, older <laughs> the one. The oldest of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it was kind of funny. And uh, let's see who else was there. Brendan, of course. Oh, my God. Did you see that what I posted on Twitter about Brendan and I taking down that Christmas tree? No, I missed it. Oh, my God. I laughed so hard we were crying. So Brendan and I, we like to go to the cheap stores and shop at night. When you know, we like to go to big lots and Ross right. and Marshall, all those stores at night, especially during Christmas for Christmas decorations and candles and you know, just to buy paper towel, whatever. So when I was at Big Lot, they had this red bag. It said Christmas tree storage. James, that bag, well, I didn't know, it was really, it was this big, mm -hmm. folded it. When we opened that bag up, it was the like size of, studio. it was the size of like a queen size <laughs> yeah, bed. it is. Okay? <laughs> so when we started unpacking the Christmas tree, when we opened that bag and started putting it all in there, you could put five dead bodies in there. And <laughs> you have put 10 Brendans in there. Okay? 10. And we got to laughing so hard. I posted, I tweeted, I'm going to put it on Instagram. It was so funny. And I was like, oh my God, if you ever need to dispose of a dead body, put them in that Christmas tree bag. So I bought two Christmas trees and put them together. And you should see the before and afters. It's hilarious. I'm going to send them to you. You can post them. They're hilarious because there's two funny. trees. And then I took this one part of the second tree because it was been too tall and pulled it apart and stuffed it into the two trees to fill it out. So we had, I mean, this bag was loaded to the brim and it was the size of a queen size bed. And Brenda was trying to lift it. I mean, we just laugh so hard. We laugh all the time when we're there. Then when I'm at the party New Year's Eve, somebody came in that I, my neighbor, whom I love, the glamorous movie star looking neighbor that's got an institute at UCLA and UC, USC for post-traumatic stress disorder and uh, OCDC. She's published all over the world. Her husband is a genius. They're Russian Jewish people. His father was a rocket scientist. They're like such an intellectual family. So they brought a couple with them, and the guy says, this needs to be refrigerated. So I put it in the refrigerator. The next day, I open it up. Guess what it was? What? 750 grams of caviar. Oh, my gosh. So I had the chef look it up. It's a $2,500 of caviar. Oh, so then I said to Jason, can I bring it home on the plane? Well, the plane regulation was 250 grams. So I had to put it in the freezer. Oh, and no. I, but, I, but Joey, the chef, said you can put it in the freezer for like up to three to four months, and it's fine. But if I would have known, I would put it out that night. But I couldn't believe a caviar. Then it, then Dan Deutsch from Dan Deutsch Eyeglasses brought me these incredible pair of black eyeglasses. I don't have them here because he's putting the lens in them right now for me. I did my prescription for when I drive. They were spectacular. I mean, the gifts just kept flowing. <laughs> Somebody's bringing Dom Perignon and Crystal. I'm like, I've got to find out, you know, these guests, I've got to keep them on my yeah, permanent good, guest list. I mean, it was just in crazy the amount of guests. Uh, you know, and Lisa and Harry showed up. You know, Harry Hamill, Lisa, um, Renna. I mean, we had crazy. Tom Arnold, of course, he was holding court. The girls, Julian Brandy, Bron Ronnie, who was in New Texas. We missed him. Oh, well, we did use his Watch What Crappens cocktail glasses. <laughs> <laughs> he gave me a bunch of cocktail glasses, and we use them all the time. Yeah. But, because what happened one year, 
I said, somebody stole all of our glasses, and we couldn't find any glasses. So Ronnie came over with all these cocktail glasses that say, watch what happens on them from his podcast and his show and everything. And so I put them all in the bar. They look so pretty. Then we opened up the dishwasher, and all the glasses were in the dishwasher. <laughs> then someone had washed them. So we had plenty. We used every single glass for New Year's. I couldn't believe it. We must have had 60 people there. Oh, wow. Then I had another little Christmas tree with the white feathers around it, and I had all the F-U-C-K Trump balls on it, and I had the ornament of Ginsburg and the ornament of Obama right in the center, and I just had it right in the center when you walk in. I figure if somebody walks in and they don't like that tree or they give me a look, I'm going to escort them right out. Thank you. And so stage it was right. fun. The stage right. Get out of here. And then Bill came. I was just telling Jason that Bill, our friend from Disney, is RJ's size, but he's a little heavier than RJ. But two years ago, he was really thin like RJ. He gave RJ, I swear to God, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand $20,000 worth of clothes in the closet never worn. Tom Ford, Gucci, Louis Vuitton, Dolce, I mean, every brand imaginable. And I said, RJ, you're not wearing these to school. You can wear them off campus. You can't go to school dressed like that. Are Why you not? kidding me? Oh, come on. <laughs> Those girls all know labels, trust me. Believe me. You got to act really poor when you're at school. I don't want any gold diggers hanging out. I wear Versace all the time in college. People stare at me always. <laughs> well, I, I, I see James has on a great Versace shirt today that I gave him for Christmas. And I'm going to tell you. I love it. Thank you It so looks much. so much better on than it's on the rack. On the rack, it was uneventful, but it was pretty. No, it looks great. But it looks fantastic. It's so Thank bright you. and colorful so and much. cheerful. If I see that damn thing on eBay next week. No, it, this one's not going on eBay. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> he sells everything on eBay. That's so funny. Oh my God. And then Lisa Levy. Remember Mike Levy? Remember when I did Amazing Discoveries television infomercials and uh -huh. I had Sudden Youth on there and I had Oh my God! It Bioflora. I had all these product lines on uh, on infomercials with Mike Levy. Well, his widow Lisa Levy and I, and Mike and I have been we've been friends forever. She came, and she brought a friend with her. So it was showing. I had my Elizabeth Taylor diamond on. It's not mm -hmm. really my Elizabeth Taylor diamond, but it's a diamond that Barry Peel gave me. It's a black diamond in the shape of uh, of a what do you call it? A, a pear. Pear. Mm -hmm. So that. Because I bid on the cognac diamond of Elizabeth Taylor that I couldn't get. I didn't get. The, the bidding was like that. It was over a million dollars in five seconds. So I was like, that's not getting that. So I had that, and I had it mounted like the Elizabeth Taylor one, and I added so many layers of diamonds that it was even bigger than the cognac. So I was talking about that diamond, and this girl says, Lisa's friend goes, well, you know, I worked for Elizabeth Taylor for 26 years. I'm like, what? Oh, my goodness. Where were you when I was at that auction? If I didn't know, I've known Lisa 30 years. If I didn't know that, I'd have been in the well. I would have been in the well. What is wrong with nobody told me this? I mean, we had a kick. And then, you know, Chris Warner that's uh, selling our products out in L.A., he was here, there at the party. He brought his mom and his stepdad. Uh, or maybe it's his mom and dad. I don't really know. Who cares? Whatever. Everybody was there. It was just a big party. <laughs> and then we had the Christmas party on top of that. And then we had the New Year's party. And we just cut. And then we spent the next three days cleaning up the mess because nobody wants to work. And if they do want to work, they say, well, you know, I get paid extra on, on holidays. Well, New Year's Day, you want to get paid extra? I'll take the damn tree down myself. It's not the matter of paying extra. It's a matter of all the stuff I did for you all year long, all the extra money, all the extra bonuses, all the food from every single party, the clothes to your kid, all the stuff I've done, and instead of just coming in and having a good happy face on, I would have paid you extra anyway. But don't start with that bean counting stuff with me. I couldn't believe it, so I took the tree down myself. 
Anyway, we went to some movies. Where's the video of that? <laughs> really? By the way, nobody. when they don't speak English, it's hard to communicate. So I just said, forget it. I took the tree down. Brennan and RJ and I it took us four hours. It was a, oh my God, you have no idea how many ornaments we had on that tree. We had layers and layers and layers and layers of ornaments on the tree. And then they had the fireplace done. And then they had the F-U-C-K Trump tree up, on and on. <laughs> so we went to see, RJ and Roy went to see 1917. I see that won an award. It won the Globe Gold. I couldn't believe it. Um, it won two. I think it won. Was it the director? It won was three? three yeah, I couldn't buy it. I, I didn't want to see it. the director for Parasite won best. I think maybe they director. did. Yeah. And then, uh, but I, it did it win It won three film. awards. Yeah. I didn't want to see it. I just can't stand the gory war movies. Yeah. It's just they're too depressing. But you know what? I felt that way about uh, what was the Dunkirk movie yeah, that came out. I felt the same good. way about that. But when I finally got around yeah. to watching it, I was yeah, glad that I did. One, it was me really too. Good. That was, that was edu- very educational too. Yeah. Then RJ and Roy went to see that and they went to see Star Wars. And then we went to see Bombshell, which I thought was uneventful. The loudest voice on HBO is better than the film Bombshell. And they had the three big stars. They had, um, who they have? Charlize Theron? Yes. And then uh, Nicole Kidman and, 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 and Robbie. Baba, uh, Robbie. Marco, Marco, Marco Robbie. Robbie. Yeah. But I just felt that the show really was lackluster compared to the loudest voices on HBO. Oh. Then we would see Clemency. Oh, my God. You've got to go see that. you got to go see Clemency. It, it, it's breathtaking, and the acting in that is unbelievable. But it's it's heavy. Huh. The Knives Out saw that saw Uncut that Gems. Adam Sandler and Uncut Gems. Who knew he could act? No, and the, everybody's laughing because he's been in some of the biggest bombs in the in in Hollywood history. I, but but they're saying he should get an Oscar nomination for this. They said deal. he's really was good. he nominated in the Golden Globes for anything? He didn't, but they thought he was going to get. He should have been. Let me tell you, yeah. I am shocked. He's a real actor's actor. That's what that's everybody's saying. They're and I will tell you that show's exhausting. It's hilarious. It's fun. <laughs> it's good. It's great. You're just worn out by the time it's over. It's so fast paced. You just can't keep up with it. Then we saw Rich. Richard Jewell. Oh, did and you? That was a good one. Yeah. And Ford versus Ferrari. Yes. That Christian Bale is he is such an actor. I mean, he's just incredible. Yeah. And then we saw Queen and Slim. Did you see Queen and Slim? I have not. You know what? I was one of those that I didn't really want to go. They always going to send them, and I was like, oh, I'll just go, be a good sport. And I couldn't believe it. It, it was a shocker. Kind of like Parasite when I almost didn't go. That yeah. was another good one. Huh. So, did you have something you wanted to say before I move on? No, people were just commenting, and they asked, Ryan Holt asked if you had seen Bombshell. He thought it was amazing. Alex Pletcher said, Happy New Year. So, happy to wake up uh, this morning, not vaporized, and not in World War III. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And Marcella Bernardi says, hello from Squaw Valley, Lake Tahoe. You look fabulous. And Suzanne says, hello from Denmark. You look very good. Thank you. Well, well, I'll tell you, Bombshell, I'm not saying it wasn't a good movie. It was a good movie. But when you compare it to HBO, The Loudest Voice, that told a better Roger L story. I thought Bombshell was more about Megyn Kelly, and it kind of made her look good. Actually, I never, you know, I used to like her okay, and I liked it when she stood up to Trump on the debate, but then when she came out with her book and said that Trump had been harassing her and bullying her and threatening her for a year after that debate... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was furious with her because why didn't you come out and say that before the election? Why did you save it for your book to sell more books? Yeah. So I lost respect for her. Yeah. But the movie actually kind of made her, kind of made, redeemed her a little bit. Did you see Joker? 
No, Roy Jr. and Roy did. Um, it just came out to rent streaming. So oh, it I'm is? I'm going to see it tonight. I'm going to watch it. Tonight. They loved it. I didn't it. see it when it was in the You know, I, it's kind of dark. I'm so it tired of It got like 17 dark. BAFTA awards last night. Yeah, it, I they know. They said it got the most of any and movie he, ever. And he, apparently, the, apparently, according to everyone in L.A., this was like the actors of all actor classes. Yeah. I mean, they said he was just beyond, yeah. you know? Then we went to a bunch of restaurants, went to the Ivy with Brenda, we went to Il Piccolino, the Palm, we went to Obika, Wally's, oh, then Hochi, remember Hochi, the cat, one of the casting agents yeah. for the first show, season Hochi one? Awards, yeah. yeah, he opened a, he didn't open a restaurant, I guess he's doing either, he's doing PR, well, it's a restaurant upstairs and a lounge downstairs. Yeah. I don't know if he's doing the PR or if he's part owner in it or whatever, but somebody from Miami that's well-known in the restaurant business here, I can't think of his name right now, opened this restaurant called Warrior at the top and a lounge called Choo Choo at the bottom. So it's literally 10 blocks from our house. Huh. We went there. It was so amazing. It was so good. The it's atmosphere great. was gorgeous. The service was great. The food was amazing. The prices were good. I was like, wow. I really kind of went like, well, you know, he's my friend. I'll go and support him. But we were so impressed. And we would go back there probably once a week. Huh. Well, there you good. go. Yeah, That's it was good. really good. Well, congratulations. And uh, then we went to, oh, my God, we went to the Peninsula Hotel for Thanksgiving Day. With Bill. Okay, listen to this. Now, I hate to say this because I love the Peninsula, and they're so good to the dogs. It was $175 a person. Of course, Bill picked up the check after giving RJ $5 million in clothes. I just can't with him. So I sent a case. I have you a case. adopt a 50-year-old? I know. So I sent a case I'll of. i um, my ribs if I can fit these I clothes. sent a half of a case of Dom Perignon over to him and bought him a, a whole outfit because I was trying to, like, catch up, and you can't catch up with him. You can't count beans. Yeah, you can't tell me. So anyway, he picked up the check, and I felt bad about it because there were three of us and one of him at one seventy-five. And listen to this: they had the worst dessert thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay, yeah. they had all these hard cooked little hard cookies. They had all these little pastries that you could go buy at a pastry shop. They didn't have any cobbler. They didn't have any pies. They didn't have anything like that. So I complained about it. I said, "Listen, we come here before for brunch for Thanksgiving." I go, you didn't do a traditional Christmas thing. Where's the pie? You know, I said, there wasn't one dessert that anybody here liked, which was true. It was all pastries, and it was not, like, desserts. Like a continental breakfast. No, it was just like if you went to a ba pastry store, and, like, if you went over here to this place that they make the pastries, and you said, I'll take two dozen of these and two dozen of these, and put them all out. It wasn't like, I couldn't believe it. So we're leaving. The guy came up and gave us a pumpkin pie. <laughs> <laughs> to go home with. They probably sent somebody else a van. Yeah, he was appalling. <laughs> yeah, they probably did. You know, and I'm like, if you had the damn pumpkin pie, why didn't you put it out? But oh it was God. like, I just, I was disappointed. I told Roy, I'm not spending $175 to go there anymore. They served lamb, which who ate, who eats lamb? I would not eat I don't that. anybody that eats lamb. Eat Roy Jr. tried to eat it. He said it was horrible. Yeah. Roy took a bite, said it was horrible. I wouldn't eat a lamb if I was starving. Okay, so let's start there. And then, you know, it just it was just like, it was just a flop, I thought. I just wasn't impressed. I don't know, whatever. I'm yeah. spoiled rotten. Call me a bitch. Thing is, if it would have been $50 a person, I would have never, never said yeah. a word. I'm glad you didn't come with me on New Year's Eve. Well, oh, at the Versace mansion? It was 400 or 500 a person, I heard. Uh, it was a little more than that. More All than in. That? God, Jay, I think we have to reduce James's salary. He can, well, he's affording no, too somebody, much. Somebody <laughs> gave that to me. It's a gift. It wasn't, I didn't buy it myself. But, but I have to tell you, 
Yeah, I, I'm going to give the restaurant another chance. The prefix menus on holidays and I things know. like that. But I got to tell you, if I had been if anywhere been, else, you'd have complained. <laughs> they would have seen another side of me. But does a Barton still own that? I think. And Barton G's one of the best chefs and best oh, restaurant no, no, no. tours in the world. Oh, they changed it. Yeah. He has a restaurant, Barton G, on La Cienega in yeah. West Hollywood. And we've been there a couple of times. It's over the top. You have to be up for it. Yeah. It's not like just running and get something to eat. It's an experience. And tourists love it. Or if you've never been there you love it but to go there all the time you'd have to be like down the street and run in because everything's just so over the top i yeah. mean you have to really you're going to eat a lot any they have they do have the best desserts probably in the world and the best presentation in the world you yeah. never see a presentation if you want to impress somebody for like a holiday or a birthday or valentine's yeah go to martin good, g's i love to go that's there gorgeous. Too, I think. and it, the bar is fantastic yeah. but it's an it's an experience it's not a run in and grab yourself a go-go salad you never know when you're going to see bethany have a meltdown on luann in the back <laughs> oh, is that where that was That's at? Where they were when they had that huge Oh, fight I didn't on the remember show. that. Yeah, oh, I can't keep up G. with all those housewives. Oh, I forgot. You're right. Oh, that's not there outside. I forgot about the outside, the outside patio. We used to go there out. a lot, but we don't go to the beach anymore. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, then, so I got, the, I was telling you. Oh, and then remember Candace Barr? Yes, from the. the that has the, the, podcast, the podcast and everything. And everything? She yeah. gave me a damn Hermes bracelet. Uh, how nice Hermes is that? bracelet just came New Year's Eve with an Hermes bracelet bracelet for me in a nice beautiful box i'm oh like why are you gosh, bring me all these expensive lovely. gifts i was beautiful too it's gorgeous i wasn't gonna wear it today but i had already packed everything away um actually i might have uh, no i brought it i brought it i brought it okay and then let's see what else was going on there okay what i was gonna tell you oh and then my neighbor that gave me there were a set of set of versace cups yes wasn't that gorgeous That's James? beautiful a whole tea set of Versace cups. And they brought a half a case of champagne. And their friends brought caviar. And they brought something else. I'm like, geez, I'm glad I have all these friends. I'm the poorest of my friends, I swear. I, I got to up my gift giving. That was really, when I, really nice. Those those those. Like I'm gonna have to have more parties. <laughs> uh, let's see. Then Bill had a party. We went to Bill's party, and Tom showed up, and the girls showed up, and Tim Rosa showed up. A lot of our friends showed up. It, he served Dom Perignon the whole night because that's the difference in him and me. I'm selling. I'm, I'm serving Vivo Cloquet or whatever it is, and he's serving <laughs> Dom Perignon. But I did contribute my six bottles. I <laughs> I don't really drink that much champagne, but yeah. I. But it's all. I, if it's really good, or it's either really good or it's headache bad is there's no in between yeah. okay yep. and uh then my family sent a box two, two or three boxes of stuff from texas of course my god they cook and everything's so fresh and homemade and then they send gifts for rj blah 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 and then i did my pilates every single day except the days they were closed i was always doing my pilates there then i was going to see joanna krupa but everyone was just too damn busy so the day before i left i took her baby gift and put it in the mail to her. I already uh, got a thank you from her. Uh, I have to see her the next time. She's so cute. Been, that baby. I was watching the baby on Instagram. She's so cute. Joanna is such a sweet girl. She looks girl. like a little Joanna. Joanna has got a heart of gold. You know, you can say what you want about her. All those girls are jealous of her, and everyone's trying to bring her down. But she really has a heart of gold. She mm -hmm. supported her mother and her sister for years. She gets up four in the mornings, five hours in makeup to look fabulous, to go out and do a photo shoot. I mean, that's a lot of work. She's not just a pretty pretty person. She's inside and out. She's beautiful. Mm -hmm. So I loved giving her the baby gifts. And let's see. Well, let me think. Oh, la, blah, 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 blah. what else did I can talk about? Oh, my God. Some of my neighborhood. This is my pet peeve in life. 
incompetence and stupidity and laziness. I can't deal with it. <laughs> so we're driving down the road. Jeff picks me up to do the radio. We're going down the road, and there's a big pile like this high and like 10 by 10 or no, like six by six of cement, wet cement in the middle of the road, side of the road, right there on, run, on the right-hand lane. It's wet cement. So some truck, cement truck going down the hill Dumped accidentally it. bumped a bunch of stuff. So I'm like, well, they better clean that up before it dries. And Jeff's going, for sure they're going to clean that up before it dries because once it dries, it's a real mess to clean it up, right? This is day one. Day two, somebody went by and put a big old bucket on top of it. <laughs> Day three, day three, somebody put a little bigger ladder on it. Day four, it's still sitting there. Day five, (laughs) sitting there. Day six, they close the road, block it all off, take the bucket off, take the the, the thing off, and they're grinding up the cement, and all the cars and houses that you drive by there are filthy dirty from the cement, and they spent two days cleaning up the cement that would have taken an hour if they would have cleaned it up the day that it was dumped before it was dry. If it was in front of my house, I would have gone to Home Depot, bought one of those shovels, and I would have cleaned it up. I mean, what is wrong with people? I'm just like, this is why our overhead's so high as as a country. You know, like, the road people spent like two days on something could have taken 20 minutes and and then all the cars are blocked all the way down sunset it's rocked off and everything you drive by your car gets filthy because they waited too late to clean it up it took a day for someone to call it in then it took another day for it to get to the right person oh then somebody put a bucket on it for it to get signed off and then assign a team to it and then and i'm wondering who put the bucket on it and who put the ladder on it that had to be the city when you went to put the bucket or the ladder i think it was the city ladder like one of those things why wouldn't you go there instead of putting the ladder why wouldn't you go there shovel and get rid of it i can't with people it's just too much I texted Jeff. I'm like, Jeff, I can't anymore. This is our neighborhood. Anyway, uh, so, oh, and then, listen to this. So we go see Frankie Grande in, uh, what is it called? Oh, Rock at, of, at Ages. of Ages. Yeah. By the way, he's sick the last week. He missed four or five shows. He's going to start back tonight. And you got what I had for Christmas. He probably. was sick. Yeah, was he was awful. sick. He was so incredible. This is the first show I've been to of his where he didn't play the lead. But he had parts that were breakout parts. And then the second act, he had this scene-stealing act of the entire show. He was phenomenal. So while we're there, his mom, Joan, who I've known since, I guess, 10 years, comes up and says, first of all, she buys everybody's drinks. I didn't let her get ours, but she picks up everybody's drinks. She's incredible. I love her. And uh, she said, well, are you going to go to Ariana's show tomorrow night? Well, I didn't even know there was a show. I said, oh, I didn't know about it. She goes, oh, you, you, you need to come as my guest. And so Michael Avenatti was standing there. He goes, oh, my daughters love Ariana. He's got two teenage daughters. She gave us six comp tickets. <laughs> and you were close. Third row, center, yeah, VIP great. entrance, VIP everything, to the damn show. And we went. It was great. She was an incredible performer, though. I mean, she really is. I mean, it's It was actually the next to last night before the tour ended, It was the night before our tour ended. So that was probably a great concert. It was a fantastic concert. Or if it had been Madonna, it would have been the last concert. And, I mean, (laughs) you know, I heard that she got sick or got 
pain she or something. Them. She took that 21-year-old and got out of here. You think she has pain or you think it's a lot? Well, two days later, she was dancing on Instagram doing stuff. So I don't know how much pain she was in. Well, it's different than dancing on Instagram for five minutes and be, do, hold, pulling off a whole show. She made it sound like she was like in a hospital. Yeah, Listen, she made it sound like... People were all in the theater waiting on her. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and then they tried to blame it on a tornado warning. Well, remember, too, <laughs> that one year she was in Miami, she went on the stage three hours late. I remember that's the last time I saw her. Yeah. She didn't even show up on the yeah. same day that was printed on the ticket. Yeah. So. You know, I went... Well, Ingrid and I went to Las Vegas and went to one of her shows with her, and she was at the MGM, and they they gave her the whole building. Yeah. And, you know, we all hung out. I mean, it was amazing, and she was... It, she had a different work ethic then at the MGM. I mean, she was right on top of everything, slept late, didn't... Had the humidifier going, ate healthy, the whole... The chef, the whole thing. <clears throat> but when she comes to Miami... She doesn't act like that. I don't know, maybe because mm. she used to live here and she's got a lot of friends here. She hangs out. I don't know, but she was late that one time, and then now this incident, people in Miami are kind of like, you don't hear a lot oh, of nice really things about her, her anymore. They're upset <laughs> about it. I don't, I don't know. I feel bad because, you know, why go out in your career? I mean, it's not that she's stuck quitting or anything, but why kind of start ending your career that way? I mean, get better as you get older. You know, work harder. Like, look at Mick Jagger. I mean, come on. Right. I feel bad because I really, I personally like her, but whatever. Now, the housewives ran a little poll. <laughs> Someone sent it to me. I was like, you know, I don't follow all this stuff. I can't. I just can't. Yeah, and all celeb polls on... Oh, is that what it was? All, all celeb. celeb. Okay. On, so I sent it to you. I sent it to you. So yeah. somebody screenshot it and sent it to me. So they had category. Who do you miss on the Miami Housewives? Well, in the first category, <laughs> Leah Black, 61% miss me. 23% Miss Error, 26, I can't read my writing, Miss Adriana, and 12, Miss Alexia. Well, that's proportionally accurate. Thank you very much. <laughs> the second category, 32% Miss Hochstein, 50% Miss, Miss Krupa, 8% Miss Karen, and 8% Miss Anna. I, I disagree with the current one, but the Krupa one and the Hoxie one there. So there you have it, 61%. More people miss me than all the others together. And, and, <laughs> and, and one, one popular wasn't even included in the poll. Oh, that one. Oh, that one. That one. Oh, that we're desperate one. Oh, good. Yeah, well, that was a friend of. Uh, then we went shopping please, at please the Grove. Oh, are we talking housewives? Oh, we, well, we are later, uh, but okay. why? What do you want I to just say? Wanted, I wanted your take on the whole Vicky thing. Oh, yeah, we're gonna, we got that on here. If we don't, we'll get, we got to, I guess, speed this yeah, up. Yeah, I'm going to have to take okay, our break, Okay, so too. then RJ had to go to this music store in Downey. You know where Downey is? It's like an hour outside of L.A. for black metal music and buy a bunch of albums. Does anybody here listen to black metal music? Do you, Jason? No, I don't like it. Do you? No. Well, there's a concert here on the 11th he's going to go to, too. It's right on 8th Street. Anyway, he had to go there, so Michael Avenatti was out of town. He gave us his driver for the day. <laughs> so we drive all the way over there. He buys all his little T-shirts and all his CDs. He gets in the car. He puts the CD in the CD player, and it got stuck. Oh, oh God. No. So a week later, Michael Avenatti's driver took us there again. And two weeks later, we stopped at Mercedes on the way back, and they popped out the CD. And guess what the problem was? The back CDs for movies and the front CDs for, <laughs> for music. Well, how the hell are we supposed to know that? <laughs> oh, my God. Now, meanwhile, remember that thing I told you about the deer that were starving in New Braunfels? I've been yes, talking to this yeah. Dan at PETA, and we're going to try to do something about that. So you guys may have to be going up to New Braunfels and, and start <laughs> having some protest. 
Okay. Oh, my God. So I have to... So yeah, go ahead. Do you want to take a break? Let's take our break real okay. quick for five okay. seconds right. for our commercial sponsors. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And we're back. Okay, so Brendan, I was talking to Brendan. He flies back from Boston. So he, he starts telling me this story about what happened on the plane. And then he starts reading what he wrote the airlines. Listen to this. Worst flight ever. I am so disappointed. I've flown with you guys many times before, but I've never had such a horrible experience like I did tonight. First, the mom and her young child in the same row with me were incredibly rude. The mother undressed, took the child's shirt and socks and shoes off, and let her sleep with only her pants on in the middle aisle of my row. The child slept sideways in the middle aisle and had of the flight, the child was kicking me and putting her feet with no socks up on my thighs. The mother was sleeping the entire time, so I could not get her attention. I think it's very inappropriate for a parent to let their female child, even young, to sleep shirtless or anything to sleep shirtless on a public airplane in a confined space. The flight attendants walked by the situation row and 19 multiple times and did not say anything to the mother. Is this dress code appropriate to the airlines? Second to my knowledge, there was no cool air coming into the clean into the cabin during my flight. Multiple people around my row also mentioned that to the flight attendants. Finally, when we landed, we sat on the tarmac for over an hour waiting for a machine for a machine to pull us up to the gate. There were barely any updates from the cockpit, and the flight attendants were not telling us what was going on. I am really disappointed. At this point, I will not be flying your airline again. So he was ranting about this. <laughs> and ranting and ranting. Guess what? They gave him three free round-trip tickets oh, wow. to wherever he wants to go. Well, that was great. Normally they give you 10,000 miles. I know. That's it. Uh, well, I guess he looked it up and saw that he's a big producer with two Emmys. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, well, let's not maintain him. And they just did their 10,000th <laughs> show or something like that. I saw last week. Yeah, I saw. I tweeted about yeah, that. That's great. Okay, so on quotes, I was just trolling the internet on the flight board. If you don't get, oh, this is a quote I saw I liked. If you don't get it off your chest, you will never be able to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> That's the That's Jeff true. Lewis code. That's what he lives by. Yeah. That should be on his headstone. That should be a, here was another one I like. If a man gives you an engagement ring without setting a wedding date, you're not engaged. You're on layaway. Oh, no. <laughs> I think it's That's hilarious. Funny. Ask me anything from social media. Well, let's see what our little group of followers are asking. 
Kalian, what is your typical diet? What do you eat in a day? It is so random. It could be anything from everything to nothing to a croissant, but I eat healthy. I don't eat meat. I'd be very little dairy, probably really none. I don't eat chicken. I don't eat lamb. I don't eat anything except seafood like that. I eat nuts. I eat some fruit, not a lot. Pumpkin pie. Pumpkin fucking pie. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I wound up giving that to the housekeeper that complained <laughs> that she didn't get paid enough. And I sent home with her probably 50 cookies, 20 hamburgers, oh and 50 uh, meatballs. So Leah got the pie from the peninsula and took it home and came in. Honest to God. <laughs> RJ had a piece of hilarious. it. Um, hello, Leah. Just want to say hi, IGT News. But thank you, Kalen, for asking. But uh, you know what? I just don't overeat. <laughs> that's and that's it, basically. And I don't eat, I don't eat any animal stuff. I can't. I just can't. Go watch that movie, Dark Waters. I left that off. Oh, my God. You've got to go see Dark Waters. It was so good. Um, what did you do Year's Eve? Well, I hope you were listening, Mary Angelina. I had a ha, party. K-O-K-O-K-Y-O-K-A-T-A-K-A-S. -K -K Boy, these names. I I know, some of these usernames are really hard. I'm such a pla plain person, Leah Black. Okay. I love your podcast. No questions. Oh, I want you to know that I love you, the show. Oh, thank you so much, Kaioka. Uh, Bassie, what's your least favorite housewife franchise and why? You know, I haven't followed them that much anymore. <laughs> I like Beverly Hills. I, I like New York. I kind of like Orange County, but it just gets got so trashy. Uh, Atlanta's okay. I've never been that much into it. Jersey's I, been really good this season. I haven't so far. been watching that either. Yeah, Jersey's been pretty good. Uh, you know, I like, and I'd like to watch it. And then uh, the other one was what? Oh, Dallas, I've never watched it. Potomac, I've never watched it. If my favorite is probably Beverly Hills, my least favorite. I can't include Potomac and, um, least favorite was and Miami. Dallas because I haven't watched it. Yeah, my least favorite, <laughs> least favorite was, was Miami. The fat lady that sang. Uh, let's see. So they're so not over my least favorite. Mm -hmm. I like them all. Listen, I get the girls a, a big shout out for trying. It's hard. It is not an easy gig. It's it's five months of the year filming and press and, and six months of the year trying to repair relationships or ignoring everybody and the stress. And oh my God, it's too much. Oh, you know who came to our party? was Ryan McCormick. Remember Ryan, the PR guy from Bravo? He came. He's now working over at E. Spivers. Hi, I love you too. Lava Kate, I just wanted to let you know I hope you're having a fantastic day in a new year. Well, I was having a fantastic day until Trump decided to take matters into his own hands. Laura S. Sermon, how's the university going for Roy Jr.? My son wants to transfer from Penn. Wow, everyone's trying to get in Penn. Well, that's interesting. Well, everyone likes Miami because of the weather. We'll find out. It's checking into the dorm. <laughs> uh, thank you, Laura. If he does, let me know. I'm going to give him my room, uh, son's roommate so then we, the two of us can spy on him. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, G-I-A-D-A. Will there ever be another season of R-H-O-M? Please. I doubt it. I really <laughs> doubt it. I doubt they would ask me to be on it, too. Hell in of Troy. I'm not that easy to control and manipulate. <laughs> Do you have any specials on your skincare for the new year? My girlfriend has been using the eye cream for a sound for the year. They swear by it, so I'm trying to give it a try. If you put in podcast, you get 50% off on the CBD products. We're holding that over for now. This was for an introductory offer. The new code is New Year 2020 for 50 off CBD skincare products and the Sudden Youth Lift Kit, yeah, which is 8 to 10 
mask and the podcast still works too so if we use new year 2020 we'll know you're a new customer (laughs) Uh, podcast or new year 2020 for 50 percent off cbd skincare and the sudden youth kit and that's eight to ten mask in the kit by the way we're starting to get a lot of testimonials on the kit now yeah and uh, free shipping for anybody over 50 dollars. well here speaking of leah black skincare this is our customers what listen to what our customers are saying about our beauty uh, creams, whatever, skincare. Leah, thank you for creating a product that makes a difference with aging skin. I have had skin allergies throughout my entire life, which took a big troll with the skin on my face. Toll. Your products have been the first products that I've been able to use without irritation. The difference is amazing. Every day my face looks brighter, moist, and less defined. I'm most grateful for you. Thank you, Donna. Thank you so much, Donna. C-I-A-N-C-I-O. That's so nice. It makes me feel so good. You know what's funny was I was at the Pilates studio, and the teacher kept saying, I know you did something to your face. I'm telling you. And she argued with me the entire class. Every five minutes, you go, your face is awfully glowing. What did you do? And I'm like, I'm telling you, I've been using this CBD product for over a year now. And I, and I have this glow. Mm-hmm. I also think that divine water uh, and that you can buy, that you can buy, can you get that here? Divine no, but water? I, see, I see on Instagram there are I think that, that makes a difference because when I'm in LA, I, I don't know, I think that water makes a big difference. I wish they had a franchise here and would sell it. I think you can order it online if I'm not mistaken. The water but, but, yeah. to ship? I, I know, mean, and it's expensive on. to ship too. So, I used to have it for promo events, and it's the worst you thing can, to have to I ship. I know. It you does, can uh, buy... It's like cement blocks. But you can buy the uh, machine and put in your house yeah. for $3,000. Yeah. But I'm, first of all, I'm not going to spend the money. Secondly, I, it's one more thing to maintain. In my house, I guarantee it'd never be maintained properly, and I'd be getting <laughs> chip water thinking I was getting divine water. Leah's life lesson. Believe it when you speak it. Oh, I have an idea. Yeah. We're going to take all of our testimonials, Okay. And we're gonna put, we're gonna put them each time we get one, and when you print them out like that, or we're gonna put them in a little box, and then like once a month we're gonna have a drawing, and then we'll send them something. Okay. Yeah. So if you send in testimonial, your your name will go in the hat, and then we'll have a drawing, and we'll send out a gift of some sort. Okay. How do you sound about that? Sounds so good. that's an incentive for you to send us your testimonials, and it's fun to give you a free product. Yay! And most people can just direct message us on social media, or you can email us at hello at leahblack.com. We yep. read all of the testimonials that are emailed. or Every one of them. Even if they're called and if they leave a voicemail, whatever, we, we listen and read them all. And if we po- and we post them. Yes. And um, you have a them. question that just came in. Andre yes. Luego, going back to the house, what they wanted to know, what would you have done if someone had poured water on you? And I think he's referring... Because last week a big fight broke out between Margaret and Danielle at this party in New Jersey, and she pulled water on her, and then Danielle grabbed Margaret by the head and pulled her neck. Apparently, there's like been she she was hurt over the whole thing, and so wait, Margaret pulled Danielle and hurt her neck. Margaret poured water on Danielle, then Danielle came around and uh, oh, and she was in full head to toe Versace too. <laughs> she drenched <laughs> Danielle. her, Dan, Danielle, and then she well, went the around and grabbed her pulling. by the head and yanked her. Well, but that's how the episode. But remember ended. that the hair yanking. Went on before yes. when when Judy. What was it? Uh, uh, the girl I really like. Uh, it was Lorita. Trin- Lorita's daughter pulled the hair of Danielle, uh-huh. and the and the hair Jacqueline. thing came out. Yeah. Jacqueline's daughter. Yeah. yeah. So 
Okay, the water I probably would have dismissed and walked away because I yeah. you just can't get in a cat fight with with cats, okay? Yeah. The pulling of my hair or hurting my neck, that's another story. Yeah. That I would not like because <laughs> I don't need my back out, I don't need my neck out, I don't need my hair pulled. Yeah, no. That one I don't I don't think any of this violence is good. No. I think that the minute the girls cross the line with the violence, they should literally they should either that take should them off the it. show they, or punish them with a the fine or give them a timeout or Porsche, something. Sure, remember? They took her off for a, year, for a while, but you know, Adriana year. slapped uh, yeah, Joanna. Uh, Joanna, and there were no repercussions. And the other one kicked uh, somebody on the boat. There yeah. were no repercussions. Yeah. So they they selectively decide who to punish. Yeah. I don't I don't like that. I thought I don't I don't agree with the physical thing. You don't get into someone's space, and you don't physically listen. I got in a fight with a guy at the movie. I was at the movie. You know when they had the pre-show? So yeah. I had my phone on during the pre-show, really close to my chest, and I was trying. It was something we were on a de oh, The chef for the party was on a deadline at the store, wanted to know what to buy. Uh -huh. So I was trying to discreetly just tell him really quick and put the phone away. This dark, dark room. They had already turned the lights out. This old man walks like down and hits me on the back and shoves me and goes, you cut that out. And I went off on him. I said, you're a harasser. Oh I said, I'm going to report you. You're a harasser. Don't you ever touch me again. I got in a big fight. Oh then the movie started. Then after the movie, we were trying to find the guy. But he, I couldn't find him. I could, can you imagine? He walked oh up and goodness. shoved me. All you have to do is say, excuse me. I didn't want to be doing it. I was trying to hide it. But I shouldn't have been doing it. But it was literally five seconds. And he literally shoved me yeah. from back. And then when it's dark in a room and someone comes up behind you and shoves you from the table, scared the hell out of me. I screamed. I got in a fight with him. RJ, oh do you goodness. remember that? Did I embarrass you? RJ's like, we can never go back to that movie theater again. <laughs> RJ has to drive 210 miles to uh, see a movie now. <laughs> I can't go. He didn't have to shout and he didn't have to shove me. He should never have touched me. Oh, my God. I was livid. Okay. So I was going to tell you, we were talking about the, the whole housewife thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, yesterday, a story broke out, and, I, and it was confirmed that the mothers of the housewives, like select ones, like Mama yeah. D from Dallas, yeah. Carolyn Manzo actually was going to be part of the show. Yeah. They shot a pilot called Mama's No Best, and it was sort of like this Judge Judy type thing where all the mothers of the housewives, including Carolyn Manzo, were going to be there. Dale from New York was yeah. going to be part of it, and they shot the pilot, but apparently they didn't get along so well, and Caroline and Mama D apparently had it out and did not get Mama along. Mama D is, and Carol, who is Mama D? Mama D is from the Dallas show, but okay, she's like okay. become one of the most popular mothers okay. of the, yeah. on the shows of the franchise. Was Candy's mother going to be on there? Because um, she's very polarizing. No, it wasn't her. It was Dale, uh, which is Tinsley's mother. Oh, I like her. And there was, she's classy. And there was like two other of the Elegant. mothers that were supposed to be on yeah. it, but um, they didn't pick the pilot up. After we yeah. shot it. So it didn't happen. They said it didn't work out. But I thought that would have been kind of interesting. It would have been. Well, <laughs> Benji brought a pal, so as I pulled my sheet out. So Teresa and Joe separated after 20 years of marriage. Yeah. Someone posted, here's why, here's why Joe was not able to get his, uh, get an exception made yeah. on his visa. He had, uh, he has had arrest and convictions. He had an assault for he smashed a woman's head in 1992. He had a bank fraud, a bankruptcy fraud. He had an identity fraud in 214 where he was driving without a license using his brother's identification. He's had multiple DUIs, tax evasion, and driving on a suspended license. So this is why even if 
the weren't so strict on uh, immigration, which they don't make any exceptions, this is why uh, they would not have let him in anyway. And they're still updating the, like, they're still shooting the show. Like, they went with Teresa over there I, and all I that. Did I tell you who predicted yep. you? And they're going to update all that. They, I told you they're going to trot the cameras over there. Now, don't be surprised if some of the girls live there and some of them live here and this becomes part of the show or, or a spinoff. Spin -off. Yep. Don't be surprised. Yeah. I predicted that a long time ago. You know, when they when you when Bravo likes somebody, like Randy really likes <coughs> Teresa. Bless yeah. you, bless you. I'm not saying he likes her because he likes her, but he likes what she brings to the show. Right. Okay. So I don't know if he likes her. He probably loves her. I don't know. But I just know he likes what he brings to the and show. And Joe pointed that out in the interview that I saw they the, had done a whole lot for them and Bravo. Well, they have. <laughs> they made a lot of money too. And you know, Vicky and Teresa are very clear that they have brought they have yeah. made, Bravo made Bravo and made the shows. Uh, so anyway, that was that. And speaking oh my God, of Vicky. Other, no. Was RHOC? Did you watch that reunion? Oh my gosh! I could not believe how I couldn't she. I was so embarrassed. Behaved. I was cringing. It was the oh, most cringeworthy I had seen. I never anything for a cringe long time. more. And the thing is, somebody told me you had to watch it. You have to watch it. I can't remember who told me. So I T-voted it, mm -hmm. and I was just like, one night, they went to a movie or something, I was watching it, I literally started breaking out in hives <laughs> and sweating. I, I was so nervous. I, I was, was just, like, like, embarrassed and cringing, and the anxiety was just like, well, she was just... You get out of my show. You who are you? I started this show. So this is my show. Self-righteous. It was like, oh my god! And she when she looked at Andy and said, "Don't forget where you came from," oh and he was like, "Don't god. forget where you came from." Oh <laughs> and then when she tried to say that she didn't audition, and he was like, and they, "I saw all the, the audition." And, and then, then when she was going, "Well, all these trashy girls," and then they go back and show a tape of her showing how to give a blowjob with a banana. I was dying. Jesus, laughing. I was just dying so much. And Dan even says to her, you realize by bringing up all these incidents, you think you're so much above, he didn't say it in those words, that you're leaving an opening for us to go back and show all the trashy things you did. He didn't say it exactly he like that. show the montage. Yeah. And, she and goes, then they show the montage. And they did. <laughs> and the montage was as trashy as anything. Those girls, oh my God, I, I was dying. And Oh, I was dying. I will always be grateful for Vicky for walking our red carpet the first year that she yeah. was on, on The Housewives when we were pr promoting the charity and begging any celebrity to show up. So I always have a soft spot for her for that, but she didn't do herself any favors <laughs> no. on that show the last few times. I can't. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> oh, oh all right, so listen to this. I was just, just going through all the news. In Florida, just in the last month, Mark Anthony's luxury yacht blew oh, up in flames at the Miami Arena. There's a Russian spy ship conducting erratic maneuvers off the coast yep. now near Mar-a-Lago. How coincidental is that? I think they got some submarines going over there, and they got some Russians running in and plotting meetings with Trump, but that's just my conspiracy theory. <laughs> then there was a Florida man arrested for shoving his girlfriend to the ground over a fight about Trump. And he grabbed her by the shoulder, threw her to the ground. He was arrested. Two Carnival Cruise Lines that are at based out of Florida in Cozumel, Mexico, ran into each other. How in the <laughs> hell in an ocean as big as the ocean do you have two Carnival Cruise Lines running into each other? Did you see that video? Yeah. 
was. And if they were lucky no one was really oh hurt. Gosh, it could have been much but worse. But why were they that close together to begin with? They, they were have trying plenty to dock. Of, you yeah. know what? One of you dock, yeah. and then the other one waits to the wind and dock. I mean, what is it? I don't know. Have you ever seen them? They pull in those little, like, yeah. tiny spaces. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, because at Fisher Island, over here, they dock yeah, all they the dock time. Yeah, they dock Fisher, yeah. Uh, a Florida man passed out, passed out marijuana for Christmas, and when he was arrested, the fa- cops found a hidden sore and a cane on him, but he passed out from the pot. <laughs> they took him and he passed out, <laughs> according to the New York Daily News. <laughs> then little Wayne has an issue here at the airport, which our law firm is helping him. And then Rod Stewart got in a big fight at the, uh, I forgot where it was, with his son. He hit a, I forgot the story. Anyway, just at one of the concerts up here in Palm Beach, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Palm Beach, because he has a home in Palm Beach. He had a home in Palm Beach less than a mile from where I used to live in Palm Beach. It's a beautiful house. I love Rod Stewart. And then there was a man who was woken up because someone broke into his house and began sucking his toes, according to Newsweek. <laughs> the guy jumps up and goes, why are you here? And the guy goes, I'm, I was here sucking your toes. It tells him that's why he's here and runs off. I can't believe it. This is all Florida. <laughs> just in the last month, Florida. Honest to God, it's just too much. <laughs> that is weird. Now let's go from trash. Like, oh, that wasn't your grinder account. Yeah, from <laughs> from from cla- from uh, cra- uh, from from trash to class in royalty. Prince Philip has been in and out of the hospital. He's okay now. The Queen's been getting trolled about why she didn't mention Meghan and uh, Harry and the baby Archie yeah. in her speech and have the photo out. And her reply was that she. Only if she started mentioning everybody, there would be no end to it. So she just uh, was mentioning the people in line of succession. Let the queen do what in the hell the queen wants to do. Yes. People are just looking for shit. Then somebody's like, well, why does the queen carry a purse? She, do- she doesn't need any lipstick. She doesn't need any makeup. She doesn't need any driver's <laughs> license. She doesn't need any keys. Well, if you would have been listening to my podcast, you'd know the answer to that. She has a purse because that's how she signals. She sets it down, time to go, picks it up, this and that. She has little signals that she has with her purse. Plus, she can hit you with it. She's very smart. She can hit you with it. (laughs) Smack it. Yeah, smack it. Remember in the show? One of the girls, didn't they hit somebody with one of my purses? Or I can't remember. It was Mama. Mama Uh, Elsie said something about hit hit her with the purse. Oh, my God. I was like, at least you hit her with my purse. So when it gets replayed over and over and over again, it promotes my handbag line. Is anybody going to leahblack.com and taking advantage of our sale? And then uh, that was that. No, in the Golden Globes. I made a list of the highlights, and James printed out the whole thing. Let's just go to the highlights, the things that stood out, because we've got to hurry up here. Yep, Succession. Really. Yay, got the drama finally, series. That finally. was good. Parasite, best foreign film. Russell Crowe, best actor for The Loudest Voice. He deserved that. If he, he may get an Oscar. That was some medical. Uh, Phoebe, uh, what was it? The Fleabag. I didn't see Fleabag. She like got the foreign language. Brad Pitt got an award. I was so glad we got yep. an award for uh, Hollywood with uh, Quentin Tarantino. Zellweger got one for Judy. Uh, she's going to, if she doesn't win an Oscar, it, it's going to be really close because she was. She sang all those songs herself. Yep. Quentin Tarantino. Do you notice he won't ever talk? He <laughs> wouldn't say anything. He makes that guy go up there and talk. I love him. Rocket Man, the actor, got it. I was a little surprised by that one, but I, I liked it. Uh, Tom Hanks got the Lifetime uh, Achievement Award. Oh, my this God. How much yeah. do I love Cecil Bill? How much do you love him? I like him I a lot. love him so much. He's yeah. such a good guy. He's so talented. He's so good. DeGeneres got the Carol Burnett Award. I had to laugh because her she's talking about being kind and loving everybody. And everybody that knows her that I've heard talk about her never says anything very nice. You know, there was the a lot of... The speech was funny, though. I mean... She's, a, she's hilarious. Yeah. yeah, she's good. And then uh, J-Lo. Did you like... Who liked the dress and who didn't like the well, dress? I was just getting ready to say, 
out. Listen, I didn't think anybody was great. I liked Ellen's pantsuit better than I liked any of the dresses I saw. And Scarlett Johansson in that long yeah, red gown was gorgeous. Red. Was, but I that, that was a pretty one. I thought that J-Lo looked ridiculous. She really missed the mark. Well, I also time. thought that uh, Jennifer Aniston looked pretty in that black dress. Yeah. There were some pretty ones, but some of them were ridiculous. Stood out. Some but, of them were absolutely ridiculous. Well, Taylor Swift is so cute, but she looked like she was going to a yacht party. In a flower dress, yeah. Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. and, and how do you sit at, like, that's a sit-down dinner I'm gonna party. But I'm going to tell you something. And everybody's, like, wearing dresses that yeah. are wider than the table. But I will <laughs> tell you about J-Lo's dress. Personally, I thought, I think the dress was gorgeous. What was wrong with the dress was a combination of colors. It made it look like a Christmas ornament. Yeah, the bright gold, the green, and the white. If it would have been the different colors, it would have been a much more, more blended colors, it would have been much more gorgeous. It would have just, it, the colors just went from gold to green to white. It didn't do it for me. But she is really, she's always knocks it out of the park. She's very elegant. Okay, there's, moving along. There's a hilarious meme going around on social media of, J-Lo and Beyonce looking at each other at the table and Beyonce sitting down and J-Lo standing up and she says, hi, hi Beyonce, it's me J-Lo. And she goes, oh yeah, I'll have the fish. And she goes, no, it's me J-Lo. She goes, hi J-Lo, I'll have the fish. <laughs> like she's taking, like J-Lo's taking the order from Beyonce. Oh God. <laughs> we didn't mention Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker. I didn't mention yeah. that one. That was a big one. The other big one, uh, Brad Pitt, when he said, I would have shared the raft. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wasn't that cute? And he said he was going to bring his mom, but he was. He says every time you see yeah. him next, standing next to a woman, he's dating, immediately dating, dating That was good. Laura Dern, uh, and her. that was another one. And uh, let's see. Those are the main ones that I can think of that I didn't mention because we don't have any time. The Bear series, oh, I did that one. Okay, oh, my God, I did that one. Okay, we're out of time. Oh, Chernobyl. I didn't watch it. It's too depressing, but apparently it is fantastic. Um, and then Patricia Arquette made a nice speech. Yeah. A couple of them did. So did uh, Michelle Williams made a nice speech. Okay, moving along. Oh, my God. There's a review of Cats. We're going to save that. The celebrity, Harvey Weinstein's trial started yesterday. Went in on a, on a walker. People are making fun of him. But he did have back surgery. Gwen Stefani wants a church wedding. But she, because she wants to be married in the Catholic Church, she has to get that approved. Uh, I'm just going to have to save these for next time. We're running out of time. Oh, my. Oh, I have to mention this one thing. Colin, pa Colin Kaepernick's uh, shoes, his tennis Colin shoes, Kaepernick sold out, out like yeah. that. Yay, Colin, I'm rooting mm -hmm. for him. I'm so rooting for him. And then there was another big controversy between Stephen Curry and uh, LeBron James. You know, that's so funny. Everyone, A lot of people were criticizing that Stephen Curry got the MVP a player of decades. I think they should have given two. I think they should have given the one that's done the most for the world and the communities, and that would have been LeBron, and then let Stephen have the other one. I don't know. I yeah. thought they were, they were I both think good. that Stephen should have got his next decade. But, you know, <laughs> that's true, too. That's a good point. That's he what done I think. That. I think that they didn't now, think This is about the fires. Well. This is about the climate. This is about the guns. This is about the Democratic debate. We're running out of time. This is about impeachment. Oh, well, let's just let's save these for next week. On impeachment, I am so annoyed that they do not want to let these witnesses speak. If you're not covering anything up, why won't you tell the truth? Let them tell the truth. What is it? What are you hiding? They're hiding. It's a cover-up. It is a cover-up. 
it, it's a cover-up, and they're lying about it. He was caught red-handed, and they want to keep him in power because he's a useful idiot to so many people, you know, like Mitch and all those people, <laughs> that they want to keep him in power. But that's a cover-up. And then, you know, let's go to the Iran thing really quick. We had a peace agreement with Iran. They were denuclearizing and not building more nukes and guaranteed to do that for 10 years. During that time, the plan was that we would build an alliance with them and a relationship with them and mutual trust with them and get them to permanently not build nuclear weapons. Trump tears up the agreement because the worst agreement he's ever seen, which he's never read, because Obama wrote it. I can guarantee he never read it. He doesn't it, read. Okay? <laughs> he doesn't read. As all of his people say he doesn't read. We know that. And then um, they tear it up. Then they put these horrible sanctions on them and over and over and over to try to get them back to the negotiating table that Obama already had them at. All they had to do is say, okay, now that you're not doing nukes, let's move to the next step of relationship and let's build a little more trust and continue to do that over 10 years. But he puts these sanctions on them and backs them in a corner. Then he goes out and starts bullying them publicly, bullying them, bullying them, bullying them, bullying them. And then he, it's just unbelievable. He does an assassination <laughs> from the golf course. He assassinates a general. Well, but listen, the guy's not a good guy, but it's the way he went about it's it. It's not a matter of it's a good guy. It is against the, it's yeah. against, it's a terrorist act. It is against Correct. the way the NATO works. It's the against the it. alliances work. You don't assassinate you don't do a general just because you don't like them. We aren't supposed to believe in regime change. We tried that with Iraq, and look where that got us in a 17-year war. So now he goes and he takes out a general. Now, if he wanted to take out that general, there were other ways to do it. They could have had a sniper do it. They could have had another country do it. They could have done it under the radar and just came out and said he's being killed. But you don't go bomb and brag about it and thump your chest and expect that the entire world's going to turn against you. So now Iran and Iraq are best buddies down there kicking us out of Iraq. Today, after we invested 17 years in helping Iraq build their infrastructure to be a democracy. So now we're being kicked out. Now who benefits from this? Putin, because he's going to go on and be the peacekeeper now and, and build the alliances and, and, and put it in all back to Humpty Dumpty back together again. He's got the, the most to gain with the prices of oil. So I think it's kind of just a pattern that Trump talks to Erdogan and pulls, the Kur pulls us out of Syria, leaves the Kurds to be slaughtered, and Russia's got their flag on our air base in Syria. A month later, he talks to Putin, flies in somebody from Putin, somebody from a big banker from Russia, flew in to Mar-a-Lago and had a meeting with Trump. Last week, Trump's on the phone with Putin, and now all of a sudden, out of the blue, they decide to assassinate and their bragging rights. Well, there was nothing to brag about. The guy was out in the public. He wasn't hiding out. He, it wasn't like they went and found him like bin Laden. He was out in the public. He wasn't hiding out. Now, there's one story that reporters are reporting that he was on his way to a peacekeeping arbitration uh, meeting in the Middle East to forward peace. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but if it was... Everybody knew where he was going to be. So to go in and assassinate a general of a country and literally potentially start World War III. Now, last night, while we're watching the bombs, 12 of them, the missiles, the missiles how do we know during that time 
People are thinking that 30, 40, 50, 100 Americans are being killed. Imagine the stress, the mothers, the wives, the children of these poor little soldiers out there just doing their little peacekeeping job trying to get rid of ISIS. Imagine if that was your son or your husband or your father or your whatever, your brother there, and you're watching them drop bombs where they live. You don't know that they're not doing it right on top of them. So Iran basically took the high road. They said, we're not going to slaughter your people tit for tat, even though you took out our general, but we're going to get even and show you what we're capable of, and then let's call it a truce. Well, then this morning, what does Trump do? Instead of calling it a truce, he starts right away. They will never have a nuclear weapon since I've been this, and look what Obama did, and you better, I'm going to forgive him. He should apologize for selling him the He just goes off like a bully thumping his throat again. He just can't let it go. And I, too, believe there are two things behind it. Religion, mm-hmm, that's, one of them. that's one of them, and oil, and keeping Putin happy. Well, I read this morning that, and I think it was a New York Times article, that they are discovering through the douche bank yeah. that Putin was behind all the loans. Oh, we already knew that, but, but no one believes it yet. But now, but now they they've su- got the documentation. They subpoenaed the documents, yeah. and Trump was able to get them squashed. Yes. Now I think they're going to be released. Out, they're coming out because this morning they said that the Times had uncovered the information already. Yeah. So yeah, let, let me tell I you mean, what's going to. have someone ha- on here asking for the uh, the other side. Dale Terry is asking Hillary Clinton when running for president said that Iran needed to be aliber- obliterated, and it is on tape. So what is the problem? I want to see that tape because what I heard her fake. say, well, it's probably a fake tape because what I heard her say is that we needed to build on the Iran deal. That's what I heard her say. So I don't know that I believe that tape. I'd like to see it, and I'd like to see if it was doctored because her she worked really hard on that Iran deal, so she wouldn't want to go in and then blow it up. So I don't believe that. There's a whole lot of propaganda out there, and if you listen to Fox News, you would think that there were rain, rainbow sunshine and lollipops. Oh, and listen, as of today... Facebook has decided to step up to the plate a little bit. Finally. They are going to remove any deep fake videos or videos that have been edited to spread untruths outside of of satire. And uh, there's like a few things that it falls into. But they are going to remove the I read that. But in the meantime, uh, what's-his-name's been whining and dining Trump around. So I don't trust Mark Zuckerberg for one second. Not one second. He's in it for the money, and that's it. We didn't need it for business. But you think about it. You know, (laughs) since the Iran agreement was torn up, there have been oil tankers exploding in the Persian Gulf. There have been downing of drones. We've had the embassy attacked. We had a dead U.S. contractor all since that Iran agreement was torn up. But if you go into an agreement and you break your word and then you go and put sanctions on somebody because you broke your word and then you take an assassination out on their top general, what do you expect these people to do? I mean, they uh, wouldn't you? Who wouldn't retaliate? Right. And we don't want to go to world a war with 800 million people in the Middle East. How did that work out? And I don't believe there was an imminent threat. I don't believe there were any ma- weapons of mass destruction, and I don't believe that there were any um, that there that there is an imminent threat. I think mm-hmm. it's all built on. I mean, they want it, This is what they want to do, and this is how they've justified Geraldine it. Geraldine Perez says, "Thank you, Leah. I love you. Speak your truth. My husband is over there." 
Oh my God, you see what I mean? Imagine your husband's over there and they're dropping bombs because Trump took out a general that there was no imminent threat. And they also said this morning that, that they now Israel's on the target. Which oh, is, they are on the remember, target. And remember what I sent you last night? Yeah. That's all part of that. Yeah, thing. no, Israel is on the target. And what Roy Jr. made a point this morning, why are we going over there starting a whole war yeah. in order to defend Israel? Because that that if we just would be neutral... There wouldn't be so much tension between Israel and Iran. See, but it's us getting behind Israel that's making the tension. And, and why are we defending Israel so much when they're, when they're killing Palestinians? We need to be peacekeepers. We don't need to be on a side. I, I just can't, you know. And then Trump comes out and says, well, we've got 52 targets. And he lists all these iconic historical places that have been around for thousands of years that we're going to bomb and take out. That's like us getting mad at the French and saying, well, we're just going to take out the Eiffel Tower. Or somebody getting mad at us and say, well, let's just go take off the Statue of Liberty. I mean, you, this is a war crime. It's a war crime. He doesn't even know what a war crime is. He hasn't read anything. He hasn't studied anything. He doesn't know anything about that. I was talking to Harry Hamlin about it at the party, and I told him, you've got to write an editorial, and you've got to start getting out and speaking, because he told me a lot of things about Donald Trump that would shake anybody at their core, and he said, I've known him 30 years, and yeah. this is what I know to be true, and his philosophy and, and what he believes. And if you talk to I Harry, you'll be nervous fucking wreck. Yeah, where he was talking about, like, there's the perceived Donald Trump figure that was, like, on The Apprentice, and then there's this other person. Oh, no. This guy, according... Well, you know, I'm going to see if he writes an op-ed. If he doesn't, I'm going to tell you everything he told me and write the party. And then I thought this was the best thing ever. I know. One of my <laughs> friends sent me that and said, sorry, James. I said, well, I'm willing to take one. This is hilarious. <laughs> Somebody posted this named Jerry Saltz. Here's a picture of Florida, Florida. right? <laughs> okay. So here's Mar-a-Lago, and he goes, Dear Iran, pointing to Mar-a-Lago, he's on the golf course. They circled it. <laughs> <laughs> because there, somebody offered $80 million if you get rid of Donald Trump, yeah, so they put I a, mean, they put a, put a, a, bounty, a bounty on, on his, his head. head. Oh, my and listen, God. And now, not only that, but now it's also causing us all kinds of issues in, as from a South Florida perspective, because... Not just because he has his home down here, but we've got the Super Bowl, we've got yeah. the Food yeah. and Wine That's Festival, right. we've got all, all these big targets now. They're all targets now. now. And, and let me tell you, I tweeted it out. I wouldn't be staying in a Trump property right yeah. now. <laughs> I wouldn't stay so in anyway, anyway, one more thing. So let me close with one more thing. I'm gonna say I'm gonna close with one more thing, and I'll save the rest of this for next week because there's just so much to yeah, talk we're about. Way over. Okay. Listen to the editorial boards that have called for impeachment and removal. The New York Times, the Washington Post, the USA Today, the Salt Lake Times, the Tampa Bay Times, the Orlando Sentinel, Sentinel, the Boston Globe, the New York Daily News, the Chicago Sun-Times, the Philadelphia Inquirer, and the San Francisco Chronicle. When these many newspapers, a lot of these in red states and in very conservative areas, are um, asking for Trump to be impeached and removed. These are well-educated, well-read people that have been around through many decades, and that is not that is very, that is just unprecedented. Yeah. All right, so we're going to have to go. Look at the stuff we didn't get to, and I had a whole bunch of stuff I didn't even write down because there was just so much to catch up with after so long of missing you. I know you missed me. I missed all of you. Did you miss me? <laughs> happy, happy New Year. Listen, make your goals, but apparently, according to a study, that most New Year's resolutions have been 
thrown off by the 19th of January. So you still got time to get a few days of your news resolution in before you dismiss them. And we had fun. And I guess I'll see you guys next Wednesday. Same time, same place. Go to leahblack.com. Email us at hello at leahblack.com. Use your podcast um, pricing, code. pricing code and get your discounts. And listen, send us those testimonials because we're going to do, we'll start getting them. We'll put them all in a box and maybe like once a month, every two or three months, whenever, we'll pull a, somebody out of the hat and send them a free gift. Yeah. and announce it on our podcast the podcast winner okay you guys thank you so much have a great new year and let's just cross our fingers that the wars don't start all right bye we went way up ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 